peace be with you. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. This is the food we really need. Jesus is this bread that is eternal for today, for tomorrow, and forever. And so we worship him. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. From Psalm 78. God guided them with the cloud by day and with a light of fire by night. He commanded the skies above and opened the doors of heaven. He rained down manna for the people to eat. He gave them the grain of heaven. Men ate the bread of angels. He sent them all the food they could eat. God guided them with the cloud by day and with a light of fire by night. And so we come to our living God with the confession of our need. Father, we need you. We are lost without you. We are broken and sinful. We are hungry for what you alone can give us. Forgive us all our sin and bless us to everlasting life. Amen. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, has had mercy upon us and given to us his only Son to suffer and die for our salvation. As a servant of Christ and by his authority, I forgive you all of your sins. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. May he who began this good work in you bring it to completion on the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace be with you. We pray, Almighty God, we spend so much time in pursuit of the bread that feeds us only for today. Give us your spirit that we may seek with greater devotion the bread of eternal things. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. As we celebrate the bread of life, we turn to God's word to hear first from the book of Exodus, chapter 16, beginning at verse 2. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, If only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to starve this entire assembly to death. Then the Lord said to Moses, I will rain down bread from heaven for you. The people are to go out each day and gather enough for that day. In this way, 
I will test them and see whether they will follow my instructions. On the sixth day, they are to prepare what they bring in, and that is to be twice as much as they gather on the other days. So Moses and Aaron said to all the Israelites, In the evening you will know that it was the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, and in the morning you will see the glory of the Lord, because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we that you should grumble against us? Moses also said, You will know that it was the Lord when he gives you meat to eat in the evening and all the bread you want in the morning because he has heard your grumbling against him. Who are we? You are not grumbling against us, but against the Lord. Then Moses told Aaron, Say to the entire Israelite community, Come before the Lord, for he has heard your grumbling. While Aaron was speaking to the whole Israelite community, they looked toward the desert and there was the glory of the Lord appearing in the cloud. The Lord said to Moses, I've heard the grumbling of the Israelites. Tell them at twilight you will eat meat, and in the morning you will be filled with bread. Then you will know that I am the Lord your God. That evening, quail came and covered the camp. And in the morning, there was a layer of dew around the camp. When the dew was gone, thin flakes like frost on the ground appeared on the desert floor. When the Israelites saw it, they said to each other, What is it? For they did not know what it was. And Moses said to them, It is the bread the Lord has given you to eat. This is the word of the Lord. <clears throat> Thanks be to God. Our Holy Gospel is from the Gospel of St. John, the sixth chapter, beginning at verse 22. Glory to you, O Lord. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the opposite shore of the lake realized that only one boat had been there and that Jesus had not entered it with his disciples, but that they had gone away alone. Then some boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the people had eaten the bread after the Lord had given thanks. Once the crowd realized that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went to Capernaum in search of Jesus. When they found him on the other side of the lake, they asked him, Rabbi, when did you get here? And Jesus answered, Very truly I tell you, you are looking for me, not because you saw the signs I performed, but because you ate the loaves and had your fill. Do not work for food that spoils, but for food that endures to eternal life which the Son of Man will give you. For on him, God the Father has placed the seal of approval. Then they asked him, What must we do to do the works God requires? And Jesus answered, 
the work of God is this, to believe in the one he has sent. So they asked him, What sign then will you give that we may see it and believe you? What will you do? Our ancestors ate the manna in the wilderness. As it is written, he gave them bread from heaven to eat. And Jesus said to them, Very truly I tell you, it is not Moses who has given you the bread from heaven, but it is my Father who gives you the true bread from heaven. For the bread of God is the bread that comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, always give us this bread. Then Jesus declared, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Some people who had been watching Jesus were surprised and puzzled. They saw one boat leave the shore, and they knew Jesus was not in it. So, Jesus, they asked, how did you get over here? Well, the guys who had been in that boat, they knew Jesus had walked across the lake in the dark of night to get into that boat with them and sail to the other side. Well, this crowd is curious. They have questions. And so begins the work of the Spirit. Curiosity leads to questions. And from there, Jesus is ready to take us deeper into the mystery of the living God. Jesus says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. What I hear Jesus saying is that when we bring him the hunger of our curiosity, when we bring him our biggest and most far-reaching questions, his living spirit can begin to present us with endlessly intriguing connections, taking us deeper carrying us further into the reality of the living God.
Jesus is saying, let me feed you with eternal food. Now, Jesus had fed 5,000 people with five loaves of bread and two fish. What he showed that day is that our God can just keep making more on and on forever, creating and sustaining us with the bread of life. He can show us more. He can take us further. This is our living God. So, do you have a favorite hymn? Well, it might be hard to just pick one, but um, so often I find myself humming the music of Let All Mortal Flesh Keep Silence. This hymn fires up my imagination with its haunting melody, and it creates pictures and images in the mind with these words that are 1,500 years old. It gives us a heavenly scene, the King of Kings being worshipped by heavenly creatures with six wings. But that's not all. The Christ comes to earth, and angels light up the night sky at his birth. The hymn tells us that he comes with blessing in his hand giving us heavenly food. He is the light of light who once came and then again will come down from heaven with a loud command, calling the dead and all who are still alive to meet him in the clouds and be with him forever. Endless eternal mysteries in just this one hymn. Well, that's the living spirit of our God bringing us the bread of life. So, what are, what are you curious about? What big questions do you have? What are you hungry for? Jesus is ready to give us the bread of life. Imagine that you work up the courage to go to a really good restaurant. You sit down and they bring you the menu and a basket of bread. Maybe you take a bite of bread and it's really pretty good. So good that you push away the menu without even looking at it and then eat all the bread in the basket. <laughs> well, now you're too full for any of the really great things that are on that menu. Jesus points out that we are easily capable of doing something like that in our spirit. 
filling up on things that are empty and not sustaining. Our God has infinite and eternal things for us. But have you ever been to a really fancy restaurant with stuff on the menu that you couldn't even pronounce and you had no idea what it was? Okay, right. If you get up the courage to ask, you might just end up with something really good. Or, of course, you could just fill up on bread. But we don't want to do that. When Jesus tells us that he is the bread of life, he is offering to take us further and deeper and greater into the glories of our God. And the journey of faith is just beginning. A long, long time ago, the people of God were on a difficult journey through the desert They were hungry and spiritually empty. God started to feed them. Every day, God somehow gave them bread that appeared like the frost on the desert floor. They started calling this bread manna, which could be translated the unknown mystery. Every morning, there it was again, the unknown mystery of God's love and compassion from heaven turned into bread for them to eat. Jesus says that bread was just the beginning. He says, I am the bread of life, come down from heaven to give life to the world. The first two words in that statement are perhaps the most important. Seven times Jesus will use these awesome words, I am. With those two words, Jesus calls himself by the same words as God used when long ago he met with Moses on the great mountain of Sinai. Moses wanted more of this glorious mystery that had been leading the people across the desert wilderness. So Moses dared to ask, what is your name? And God said, my name is I am. I am who I am. I am Yahweh. God was saying he is pure and sacred being itself. For all of time and eternity, he is the bread of life. One of my favorite characters in the Bible is the prophet Elijah. His life is remarkable in many ways. God finds so many ways to feed Elijah. God sends Elijah out into the wilderness in the middle of a drought. But God sends ravens to bring him bread. God sends Elijah to befriend a widow who is so poor that she is collecting sticks for a fire. 
to cook her last meal. God promises that they will have flour and oil to make bread and that it's not going to run out, and it doesn't. Strengthened in faith, Elijah raises that widow's son from the dead. Later, the fiery prophet Elijah battles the followers of the false god Baal, challenging them to summon their gods in spirit to light the fires of an altar sacrifice. Elijah wins the contest when he calls down the spirit of Yahweh to light his fire. In their anger and defeat and frustration, the people of Baal chase Elijah, vowing to kill him. The prophet ran for his life until he fell down in the middle of the desert under one lone tree and thought he would just die there. But God sent Elijah an angel with bread and water. Strengthened by that bread, Elijah traveled another 40 days to the sacred mountain of Horeb, where he could finally hide in safety in a secret cave. How far can you go on the bread of life? One day, as Elijah was riding his chariot and horses, God just carried Elijah right off the ground in a whirlwind. Elijah and the chariot and the horses flew up to heaven. Alive in heaven, fed by the one who is the bread of life, Elijah stayed until Jesus amazingly called Elijah to join him on the earth again, right there at the mountain of transfiguration. How far can you go, fed by him who is the bread of life? Well, you and I can go all the way to Jerusalem and stand outside the city, and see Jesus on the cross, sacrifice himself so that we will always have the bread of life. From there, our hearts and minds can stay at peace, and we will sit and wait with his disciples, waiting in peace until three days later, just as he said, Jesus returns to us alive, glorified, triumphant. Fed by him the bread of life, we will find our way today and forever with the taste of his infinite compassion and grace, with the scent of this fresh bread in the air. Yes, an eternal day is before us. This is the glory of our God. Let me pray for you that you would be so blessed. Heavenly Father, in Jesus' name, 
who is the bread of life. We thank you. We praise you. We worship you. Bless us with your living spirit that we may have faith and trust, hope and enduring strength by him who is the bread of life. May we be so blessed in Jesus' name. Amen. We worship God with our offering, and I thank you that you might consider sending your offering to our church by mail. Thank you. Bless you. share with me the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead, he ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. We turn to our living God in prayer. Let us draw near with a true heart, confident of God's promise to hear and answer our prayers in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Father, we need the true bread of heaven, your Son, Jesus Christ. Give to us the things we need for this body and this life, but most of all, give the bread that nourishes within us our eternal life. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, your mercies are new every morning. Build in us grateful hearts for all that you provide. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we pray, speak to our hearts of eternal things and nurture in us your infinite compassion and grace in Christ that we may share and celebrate these things in our lives. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, bless our family and community life. Give to husband and wife, child and parent, those widowed and single, the patience and wisdom needed to live with compassion for one another. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
Father, bless those who lead us that we may act with integrity and justice. Bring healing and peace to the nations and freedom to those who are oppressed. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father, we treasure your love and compassion for those in need. So we pray you to be with the sick, the suffering, and those who are struggling. According to your gracious will, grant them peace and comfort and healing and relief. Lord, we ask your blessing for those we name before you in our hearts. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And Father, keep from us all things harmful to our salvation and grant to us those things which are wholesome and good for us. With confidence, we entrust to you all for whom we have prayed and even our very selves. In the holy name of Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has taught us to pray, our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Blessed Lord, we give you thanks that you provide us with eternal treasures that enrich our lives in infinite ways. Go with us now, be with us, and bless us with your constant grace and mercy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.